All right. So Ready? now we're going to have a, a single woman problem. A single woman problem. Yay. All right. So for single woman, woman prob this week, let's talk about parallel parenting. It is apparently a thing. And what is that, Bonnie? From yes, what I have read, the definition of parallel parenting is when two parents cannot co-parent. And so they're actually parenting independently with no discussion or help from each other. One does at their house, whatever it is they want to. The other one does at their house, whatever it is they want to. Because uh, for some reason, one of the parents um, refuses to cooperate and create a co-parenting relationship together. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think sometimes it's both parents. But yeah, sometimes a it lot is. of times, yes. in my experience, it's one parent yeah. throwing a roadblock out constantly. Or and just, it's not even about the parenting. It's about one parent is mad or upset at the other parent. So in order to stick it to them, they're they just create a problem with everything. They just won't agree or they just won't talk. In yeah. my case... There was no communication. Yeah, I have that too. Mine would say, my ex would say, I'm done texting now. When things and, got, con- yeah, there was a conflict? Yeah, he didn't want to have a conversation, so he'd say, I have done my quota of texting for today. See, and quote, mine, quote, mine, quote. mine does like, that too. My, mine would say, um, you just want me to agree with you. He wouldn't actually have a discussion, because discussion no. meant it was an argument, and an argument meant I needed to win, which was... Never really the case, but so he would end it there because mm-hmm. he. Mm-hmm. I had that too. Yeah. So I, I think this comes into play. I mean, even with older kids, but really with the younger set, when you have to have coordination of even even something as simple as drop off and pick up times mm-hmm. can become this whole convoluted power struggle thing, and. You know, the only person that really gets hurt in the whole thing is the kid. Right. And, you know, you don't well, want that. Well, and with parallel parenting, and I'm sure I just don't know enough about it, but I don't understand how it doesn't hurt the kid if it's not consistent some things across two households. Do you know what well, I mean? If, yeah, and I think maybe not forward thinking, maybe thinking in the moment, I'll show her or I'll show him. You don't think, okay, if you make the kid late to school, or if you make the kid miss an activity, or if you make a kid not go to something, we had like the whole Pinewood Derby thing that my kid had won the year before. The next year, the dad was too busy to do that because he was doing girlfriend things. And so he bribed the kid not to do it. I mean, you know, you want your kids to feel successful, to feel included, to feel loved, to feel well, and to understand how to be a team and player, understand how to how do to, things, how to make a commitment and keep it. Yeah. exactly. So and and not taking them to their things, or I mean, that's that's setting them up for failure at yes. something they said they do. Yes, but it is it is teaching them not but, to follow through with commitment. Yeah, it's so, teaching them it's okay if you yeah. don't want to, you don't have to. You don't to. have to. But see, that and that's not how the wor- the world doesn't work that way. The next time the kid goes to that activity. They're behind. Every, well, not yeah. only are they behind, but they've let every single person that was waiting for them, if they played a sport or if they're mm-hmm. doing theater or if they're doing dance or whatever, every single person that was doing that dance number or that play or that sport, every single 
other kid is going to have a chip on their shoulder against your kid because you met that mm-hmm. kid caused everything caused havoc and they didn't get to practice the way it's supposed to be practiced. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's it's so, inconsiderate. Yeah. So my ex husband, when my daughter, she was she did competition cheer for a couple of years, and I went out of town and he had to take her, and because she was upset and didn't want to go, he let her quit. Not just not go, but no, quit. let her quit. And and he blessed out the coach and was banned from the um, facility. <laughs> so you know, it was like you can't. I mean, I just so even though he took her, it was worse. Yeah, <laughs> that is bad. I feel like I'm in a constant state right now of playing catch up when my son is with me because um, we have joint custody. It's right down the middle, so I I'll see my son too days a week and then every other weekend Mm -hmm. and it's just it's often that i'm having to play catch up on schoolwork with him so so schoolwork is not important at the other house mm -hmm. i I mean that's what i'm assuming if it's not getting done it's not a priority like just just having to remind i have to remind my ex-husband of things all the time that that my son has to do and he gets irritated when i remind him but then he doesn't take him to those things (laughs) It does and not so, take what am anyway. I going to do? And I even, my therapist told me to start texting my ex and my son about activities so that they, yeah, and, both get it. and that doesn't help either. <laughs> so Well, but your son is still awfully young. Yeah, he's, he's young. not He's not in a place to say, okay, I really need to go. He, yeah. And he's probably not really realizing how much well, he's missing yet because so, there hasn't been a big consequence yet because he's so young. Even, I mean, even when we were married, I've always been the scheduler. I, I am the one who knows what's going on. And anyway, so I think what I'm going to start doing is writing my son's schedule down on a piece of paper every week and handing it to him so that he can look at it and know exactly what he's doing what day so that he can say something. Okay. Yes. If you Along will. that lines, when my child was much younger, mm-hmm. the running joke in my family was, we're going to buy dad a calendar. And put everything on it. He would never accept it. We never like follow through with an entire calendar. But I did my planner that I had. And took pictures of it. But a very wise friend told me. uh, If it's a school activity. They can look it up on the school event calendar. I'm sorry. That's what my husband. And it's true. Especially when you have older ones. He wanted to know when... He wanted to know when she was cheering, and I was sending the link to the to, to the website to the school. I'm like, you, she, she's 14. You're welcome to look it up yourself. I don't is have this to ever anymore. I don't, I don't yeah. mean to sound sexist or like, but is this a man thing that no. they just don't know no. what's going on? No. Okay, no, but it, I think no, it is. because there no because there are plenty of men who keep up with the sport, sports schedule more than their wives who keep up with. The extracurricular activities more than the wife. There are there are plenty of married and divorced and separated people on this planet Who that put together. their child yeah. first and their activities first. So it's not that it can't be done. It's mm-hmm. that the person that's resisting just doesn't doesn't want think to. it's important or doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think and I think part of you now granted, my ex husband was an alcoholic, and so he had a, a you know a mushy brain and couldn't think of things anyway. But he he still expected me to behave the way that I did when we were married. 
he still expected me to text him and remind him. And I did share our digital calendar, and I ended up taking him off because he told me it was too busy to look at. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's one of those I tried to give him so he could look and see everything, but he said there was too much on it. And so I was like, okay. So, you know, so I, I rescinded the offer. I mean, but, you know, it was, but he expected me. And so, I, you know, as a part of a boundary that I set when we, when we divorced was, I'm no longer going to do these things for you. You may go to the website and you can look and see when they're, or you can communicate, your child has a phone. You can communicate with your child. They're old enough for this. You can build a relationship with them. I don't have to tell you, you can do that with your mm -hmm. child at this point. It's not like my kid was six. My kid was, a, all my children were teenagers mm -hmm. when we divorced. So well, if he wanted to know something, he could have texted them. We had, we had some problems. And I think if you come out of a marriage or a relationship where you are the keeper of the schedule or you are the planner, like I was, <clears throat> I actually had this conversation. It's probably going to go in my book because it's so outlandish. I got a phone call, a rare phone call from my ex because he doesn't talk on the phone. And he only texts in certain in incremental times. He called me to see what cleaner we used. He <laughs> called me to, to see if I would run an errand for him. It was like, <laughs> I'm not your girl Friday anymore. Mm -hmm. That is part of That's the, the fabulous package that you chunked in the trash. Yeah. That doesn't happen for you anymore. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. yeah, you canceled have, your plan. I have, um, now You've canceled that, your subscription. You've canceled yeah. your subscription. <laughs> now that my daughter is a certain age, anything and all things go through her. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if your dad wants to know something, you need to text him. If you want him to come to an honor society induction or you want him to come to a ball game, you need to tell him where it is, when it is, and how to buy his ticket. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. for a long time, when we moved here, he would call me and say, can you buy my ticket or where do I get my ticket? I'm not doing that, buddy. Mm -hmm. I'm the ex. Get your new yeah. girlfriend to do that. I, I'm not in charge of that anymore. Right. And that was very freeing for me not to have to try to make it all better and make all the cogs yeah. work it all the time for everybody that wasn't my job anymore well and that's a boundary that is hard it's very hard to set when you because i know that if my ex didn't show up for my daughter for things because really she mm -hmm. she so her and my my son had a senior year in high school when we divorced or whatever so if he didn't show up for either one of them for their things i know it i knew it hurt them but I had to divorce myself from the fact that, I divorced myself from thinking that I was responsible for his relationship with his kids. Right. Yeah. I am not. And I am also not responsible for his lack of parenting. Mm -hmm. So for your kid who's not showing up, not being, not being able to go to his things, at some point it is going to bug him to the point where it's going to become important that he goes and he's going to start asking to go and either you're going to start filling that role here you know he your ex is finally going to say okay you need to come get him and take him yeah. or or he's going to start taking him yeah. but until your kid is old enough to realize or to or to actually see that this is hurting him in any way you know, he's not old enough. He's not into these activities where it's truly right. you know it's truly affecting him yet yeah 
But when it does, you know, it'll be when he's realized when it when the consequences hit the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Things things might change. Things shifted a lot for us when my daughter kind of got to the age where she was texting her dad this and this, and he would come up with excuses why he couldn't come when she'd ask him to do things. Or she got, well, I would just say it this way. She got an insight into what I was dealing with, with the scheduling and with the activities and with the money and with the paying for the activities and all that. I just let her peek into it. Now, she was older, Mm -hmm. high school, before she really got the true picture. But I'm going to tell you that it changed our relationship. It changed it for the better because she finally well, kind of was like, okay, you know, he doesn't answer my text and he doesn't do this and he does I thought, mm, welcome to my world. I'd um, sing it, but I can't sing it like My this. son forgot. <laughs> so I, I got my son a cell phone, but like the kind that doesn't get on social media. And um, thinking like he would use it, and he doesn't really that much. But tonight we realized that he was missing like most of the things that he needed for to be with me the next few days. So he was like, I'm going to call my dad. And he calls his dad and he's like, where is this? And am I still grounded from my iPad? And I was like, okay, like this, maybe he's starting to see that he can do that. Like mm-hmm. he can oh, that's good. call and communicate. And we were able to go and get it because if I text my ex-husband, he typically doesn't respond to me about right. things unless yeah, he's too, yeah, it's he different. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. It does. It sounds terrible. It's not like you're using your kid to get information. No. It's the kid needs to have his own voice. Yeah, but also when Find it's things they need, it is com- completely unfair not to meet it. Like when it's when it's their like when it's their activities. If it's his medicine, he had left school his medicine work. at home. School you schoolwork. Like you have to respond to that. You have to. And I I am often SOL. In that well, and I guess you say you have to respond to that, but clearly you don't. Yeah. Because you don't have someone who is responding, which I guess is the definition of parallel parenting. So, you know, all of the reminding and all, but it's not doing flip, any good. Flip side, and I don't know, maybe I'm just a sucker, but his dad texted me that he was grounded from his iPad because uh, this is just kind of, I giggled at this, so I'm just going to share it. He locked his dad in his bedroom. And it, I felt bad that it made me giggle, but it did. I had to try real hard to keep a straight face. But he locked his dad in his bedroom, and so he got grounded from his iPad. So my ex-husband texted me and said, he is grounded from his iPad until tomorrow. He can't use it. And I respected that. I said, okay. And my, my boyfriend was like, I'm kind of surprised you're like following through with that, given how he is about things. And I said, my son did something he shouldn't have done. He's grounded from his iPad. I, I get that, and I'm going to support that. Like, that's not well, ridiculous. But at the same support. time, you know, you can't, as a parent who loves your kid, you can't really play tit for tat. You do what you know is best for your kid. And consistency and discipline, even if your ex never respects a boundary you set that way with your kid, mm-hmm. the fact that you are is teaching your kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I respect boundaries that other people set, yeah. and I'm going to follow through with something. If I, you well, know, and that's that, I think that's important. And yeah. the other thing, so I was talking to my stepdad, who I, I I adore my stepfather. We were talking about just some things that had happened recently, and I said, "Look, there's all kinds of things that I can't control. 
Like, I, I can't control what happens when my son is not with me. I can't control what... I can't control that he's missed so many dance classes it makes me want to cry because I paid, I'm paying for them. But what I can control is what he does when he's with me. Mm-hmm. I can control how happy the time is and what we're accomplishing and... and well, and you can show him the sort of person you want yeah. him to be. Yeah. You yeah. can, which, you know, and, and, if, and, if, and hopefully he does not understand the lot because I guess it's hard it's for me when I look at the at the parallel parenting thing to me it feels very disrespectful when you're not communicating with the other person who created the kid with you about the kid in a way that's best for the kid especially, that feels incredibly disrespectful when communication is about the kid I mean yes like, because the truth is if I didn't have a child there would be absolutely no reason for me to ever communicate with well, my and it's not, And it's like, not like your child was a surprise. No. It was Your child was a planned yeah. child <laughs> in, a, in a marriage union. <laughs> well. Do you know what I mean? But it mm-hmm. just, it when you plan a kid together, you're, you're agreeing to parent this child forever. And when you just opt out of, of co-parenting, it just, I don't know. It, it, and, but I understand that that's probably... I mean, it's it's le- in some situations I can see where it's less communication with the ex, and that's excellent. I just you know I you I, I have just, gotten to that point. My 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 communication is minimal. Of course, well, my my daughter is much older now, but it was very hard when the pick up and drop off times were skewed, and he was always late. But if I was five minutes late, he would call me Yeah. every five minutes yeah. and say, where are you, where are you? I can't yeah, double standards. It's yeah, like it was a movie like, but not you. And... double standard. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think a lot of this, that if we treated them the way they treated us, they would not be happy about it. Oh, no. But I just, yeah. I'm not going to do that and put my kid in the middle of it. Exactly. Well, and, and I know that my ex and I had, we did not parent, parent the same. And because he did not agree with my parenting when we were married, he just didn't parent. Because he was a lot harsher and, and than I felt was necessary in a lot of ways. And I just, I, I wonder if he had continued to, you know, to live, would we have ended up parallel parenting in a lot of ways because he would not agree with me with things. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, yeah. it's, a, it's a, anyway. Yeah, it's hard. I think um, the main thing, you know, when you're in that situation that's helped me is to disconnect from it. His problem or his problem with me or his problem not being organized or not taking the time to find the schedule or look it up, not putting the importance of the activity with the child front and center. Mm -hmm. I really had to disconnect and say that has nothing to do with me. Yeah, it's and not. And this the was best. the biggest part for me. It was not a reflection on my parenting. No, no. It well, was not a reflection on me. Yeah. It had nothing yeah. to do with me, and I had to separate that so that I could get the anger. Yeah. And the well, you know, yeah, you can't control feelings. the way the way your ex parents, mm-hmm. and you can't control the way. What he feels is important in your child's life and what is not. Mm-hmm. You can only control those things when they're at your house. Exactly. And that, that was so hard, hard for me, too. Especially, you know, at the first, I, when I first got divorced, my ex was very unstable, but I had to send my child over there mm-hmm. into that, and I 
did not want to do it. I did not want to do it. And I had to do it. And thank, thank the Lord that I had people that watched out after her when she was over there because it was, it was, I had no control over it. And that's when I really started realizing I have really no control over most of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to have to give it up and concentrate on me and breathing and Doing and what do I think and is showing right her, by showing my her, giving her the model the behavior model that I want her to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's a hard it's a hard place to be. And the first reaction you have is anger. I can't believe you're doing this. Well, but, but you expect but you have to, to get parents. You expect well, for your you have to lower your expectations. And I think too, really. like you expect. So. Like, I think when I was married, like, when, when I was parenting with my ex-husband at the house, we at least, like, we had we had very different thoughts about what marriage was, I think. But our our values in parenting were relatively similar. And my, my son never missed anything he was involved in. Like, mm-hmm. it was, we, it was all about. And now it, it just feels like, eh, maybe. So you've got to wonder, was that really his value or was that yours and he went along with it? Maybe, you know? yeah. But it doesn't matter because now it's not a value to him. Right. Yeah. And you have to, you, yeah. and there's nothing you can do about that. Which, well, and you also have an extraneous that we don't have. Your ex is remarried, has a whole new family. So maybe the emphasis, I mean, it could be him or it could be they already had plans or... She wanted to do. You also have another whole person that you have no control over how they react and, to the and situation. how they influence the and situation. And you have yeah. no idea what goes on over there. So right. That's a whole nother. You know, you bring another person into it, then you have a whole new set of right other problems. So I think it's just hard because, and I think what we keep saying is we expect, but I think when you're when you're in our situation and you're divorced or separated or trying to co-parent. I have had to lower my expectations of my ex to zero, Mm -hmm. the lowest common denominator. And then from there, I'm just pleasantly surprised if he shows up for things or if he does things that I think he should do. Best for your kid. If you have zero expectations of your your ex, it means you have no animosity and anger Mm -hmm. when they're not doing what you know that they should be doing. Mm -hmm. And that you, and if you accept parallel parenting, I'm going to parent. I all I can do is, is me and what I do with my kid mm-hmm. that to, in some ways letting go of that anger and expectation is very freeing it is it's it's made a world of difference in my life like in my mental and emotional reactions to things mm-hmm. so I'm not saying I don't get mad every once in a while when he does he pulls a little trick but you know right but you're not just, constantly now I just expecting have to say, well I personally think that's a pretty poor choice, but yeah, but you're not constantly expecting <laughs> him to do things no. that you feel he should be doing. I don't expect anything out of him. Nothing. Yeah. I think Nothing. I think a lot of it will change for me when my son is old enough to at least communicate his needs better or like what his schedule is, you know. Well, I think also, okay, that's the first little step. Mm-hmm. The second step is when they get their voice and they communicate 
their wants and their expectations because yeah. when a, a oh, child comes to you that's and says, a really good point. I want to do this and you made me late or you didn't let me yeah. do this, mm-hmm. it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, you're right. I saw a huge change in my ex when my, when my daughter found her voice mm-hmm. and said, you can't do this and you can't do this and this makes me unhappy. It was yeah. like a whole turnaround because it had nothing to do with me, you know. And I think, you know, when your little child looks at you and says, you let me down or I feel bad or you made me sad or you made me cry, it's a whole different Or thing. I'm expected to do mm-hmm. this and you're keeping me from being mm-hmm. able to do what I need mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, they cut, And believe me, they, it all comes out. They figure it out. They figure out the whole dynamic before you realize they figure it out. You know, so there's no use in trying to exert your control or have everything your way or have your expectations and have your ex do this, this, and this. That's just futile. You might as well just live your life and have low expectations and then anything that happens in the positive is a happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it it's it's crummy when you're in the middle of it. Yeah, it's crummy when your kids are. Little. It's just so frustrating for your kid. It like, is. Well, but it yeah it, yeah it's going to be very. But does your kid realize it's frustrating yet? He knows he misses me. Misses me. I mean, he's starting to really know because so I'll this disappoint. I'll say, did you go to dance? Did you do this? You know, no. I, I was supposed to do that. Like, it's it's starting yeah. to be that. Okay. Well, he's almost to the age yeah. where he'll be like, you made me miss something. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's going to be, it'll change a little bit. Yeah. Because, well. <laughs> well, you know, and isn't it crazy that a two-parent household can't seem to make it to things when the one-parent household dominates and is able to accomplish all of the things? It's <laughs> crazy to me. I mean, I... My schedule is flexible. Oh, and that's the other thing is like I, our, it's written that like if in our order that if he can't get into an activity, uh, he can drop him off with me to take. And never, not one time has he asked me to do that, even though he can't seem to get into the activities. And well, I'm, and if he won't respond to you, you what? can't actually go yes. in and take care so, of that. So like, why wouldn't you do? Like, I'm ready, willing, and my schedule is usually flexible enough that I can make anything work. Mm-hmm. Typically, unless I've got an important meeting, mm-hmm. I can I can flex for fifteen minutes to take. Hey, how how about this for an idea? Because most two two parent working families do this. Hire a teenager to take it. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, but it's not. Anyway, I mean, we used to do that, but that yeah, might you know? not be the issue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, you got another party in there involved too. Sure. Yeah, and so. Yeah. So at the end of the day. One of our single woman problems is we can only do the best that we can do, right? You can yes. only control what you can control. Yes. And really, even it, that's within what's within your control, you don't have that much control of because a lot of things can happen. So you just have to make the best of the situation. Mm-hmm. And eventually, it will figure itself out. Right. Kind of is what we're getting well, at. Well, okay, yeah, you brought I up a very good true. point. In high school, one of the things I always told my teenagers and even my own kids was, if they were having a big issue with friends, on, I'm like, okay, look at me. Who can you control? 
you. That's it. You yeah. can only control yourself. Yeah. And once you realize that and truly accept that, well, and that everybody else's decisions have more about and, them than you, then and you're, it's easier. You, you can't control what other people do, but you can control how you react to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think on the other side, if you give 100% and you do the right thing, by your kid and, mm-hmm. and for yourself. Yeah, if you can confidently it, say that. Yes. I'm doing X, Y, and Z really well. I know yes. that. I am. And if yeah. you can control your reactions yeah. to yeah. what, what you, you perceive as their yeah. inability to parent well, yeah. and make sure to help you parent well. You know what I mean? If, but I think if you show up for your kid and you're consistent and you do the right thing by them, and that, yes. that has a component of control. You have to control your own emotions about it. If you can just let the other person be the other person and you consistently show up for your kid and you consistently do good choices and you consistently are happy and get them involved in whatever they're supposed to be doing and do the best you can do, then that is the best modeled behavior for your child, mm-hmm. if your child is ever in that situation, they can think back and say, my mom did this, and I got to do this yeah. with my mom, and my mom made sure that I had this, this, and this, and that I was happy, and that contributed to the person that I am. That's the that's the ultimate, mm-hmm. and that's what you want. Mm-hmm. And if you can set the boundaries and remember that you can't control the other person, and that if you if you give control of the relationship your children have with their other parent to the other parent mm-hmm. and you don't try and control the relationship you feel like they should be having with that other parent if you can let that go which is so hard to let go because you know what's best for your kid is to have a good relationship with both parents but and for both parents to model you know a good human for them to model but you can't do that mm-hmm. you can only you can only yeah. you got to keep it in house you know, I'm talking about losing, you know, letting go of control of things. I think that's... Well, think of it this way. If the person met your expectations... You wouldn't be divorced. You wouldn't be divorced. Exactly. And co-parented and co- co-married that's person true. with you, you would not be divorced. There's a reason you're divorced. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, hey, make the best of it. All right, that's ladies. All right, make the well... Best of it. Here's to parenting on our own. How's my glass? Single so woman problems. Oh. <laughs> Again. <laughs> y'all have a great week. Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you next week. Girl. See you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs>